after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger والسلام, and upon his family, his companions, and upon all those who follow, upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. To proceed, Ikhwan, Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima alamtana wa rabbana zidna ilma walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Oh Allah. We ask that you teach us that which will benefit us and that you benefit us with that which you have taught us and that you increase all of us upon knowledge and all the praise belong to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds, the Lord of all the worlds. فَنَمْشِ مَعَكُمْ بِهَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ عَوْنًا مِنَ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ So we continue with our beloved brothers and our beloved sisters in this blessed noble night of our second day eight and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. Musafideen and muta'allimeen min ilmi al-hadith. Min ilmi al-hadith. As we're studying and memorizing, learning together from the signs of al-hadith. فَمَنْ يُذَكِرُنَا بِإِسْمِ هَذَا الْكِتَابِ Who can remind us of the name of the book that we're studying on what's today, Ikhwan? يَوْمُ الْإِثْنِينَ On Mondays. مَسْمُ الْكِتَابِ What's the name of the book? Uh, what's the name of the book that we're studying tonight? Uh, 40 Hadith. 40 Hadith. The 40 Hadith of Imam Nawawi. This question is for one of our beloved sisters, one of our beloved daughters. Masmu Sahibi Hadil Sahibi. What's the name of the author of this book that we're studying on Mondays? Who knows? One of our daughters, one of our sisters. Imam An-Nawawi. Imam An-Nawawi. Arsanti. How many hadiths so far have we studied? Hadithin. Two hadiths so far, son. Four. Four hadithin. Four hadith. But hadith al-awwal, man al-rawi. Hadith number one, who's the narrator? First hadith. Aina Daftarukum, where's your notebook? Awalan. Tai Khudu. 
Are you going to benefit on, on the side of you? Get your notebook, Sheikh. May Allah bless you. Not the Sheikh, no. I'll be brother. Where's your notebook, Yaqi? The paper? Sorry, may Allah bless you. Hadith number one. Who's the narrator? Huh? First class. Huh? Some of you brothers said first day. Sorry. First hadith. Narrated by Omar ibn al-Khattab. Aina daftaruka? Where's your notebook? Your brothers don't, that don't have anything to write with, take something to write with, inshallah ta'ala. Take something to write with. Alhamdulillah, they always prepare your ikhwan. May Allah make us like our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters, inshallah ta'ala. MashaAllah, barakallah people. Second hadith, who's the narrator? You remember? And Omar. First hadith by Omar, second hadith by Omar also, so? Yes. No. This question is for our beloved sisters. Why do we study hadith? One of our daughters, one of our sisters. Why do we study hadith? What's the benefit of learning what the Messenger of Allah said? How he lived? What he called to? What's the benefit? Huh? To follow his sunnah, itiba'u sunnata, itiba'u hayate, itiba'u khuluqi, itiba'u ibadate. So we can follow his sunnah, ya ikhwan. How can we follow his sunnah if we don't study hadith? How can we follow his life? How can we follow how he worship Allah? How can we follow his character? How can we follow how he was with his, his, his family and the community? If we do not study hadithan, if we do not study hadithan. فمن حفظ حديث الرابع who memorized the fourth hadith وأراد أن يقرأ and wants to recite. من من رجالنا who from the brothers memorized the fourth hadith. Salah. عن أبي عبد الرحمن عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنهما قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه في بطن أمه أربعين يوم النطفة ثم يكون علاقة مثل ذلك ثم يكون مضغة مثل ذلك ثم يرسل إليه الملك فينطف فيه الروح ويؤمر بأربع كلمات بكتب رزقه وأجله وعمله وشقي أو سعيد فوالله الذي لا إله فوالذي فوالذي لا إله غيره إن أحدكم لا يعمل بعمل أهل الجنة حتى ما يكون بينهم وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فيدخلها وإن أحدكم لا يعمل بعمل أهل النار حتى ما يكون بينهم وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فيدخلها رواه رواه I sent, I sent, Barakallahu Fikum. May Allah bless you. May Allah bless you. This one says, For Allah, and they come for Allah, Labas. Yeah. Akuna Kabulu Yahwan, Ahian, and Enda Bada Nusach, Ichtilafun Yasir, Falabas, Labas. Either Endeka, for Allah, Labas, Labas, Ifadaladi Endeka. We mentioned some time ago, Yahwan, that some of the different books, the different printings, they may have some slight variations. So if you have in your book, MashaAllah, I just have the PDF. If you just have, for example, Wallah, 
Or some of you have walladi. La bas. You memorize what you have, inshallah. La bas. La bas. Nafsul ma'na. Same meaning. Alhamdulillah. Toy. Anda. Fakar wahid. Only one of our beloved brothers tonight. Memorize. Oh. We needed somebody to start jotting down how many push ups that people owe. You brothers owe me a lot of push ups by now, inshallah ta'ala. And we have to think of something for the girl, the sisters, inshallah. Maybe we think of a girly workout they could do. What's a girly workout, yeah, uh, They can do push ups on their knees, maybe, when they get home, when they go in the back. Somebody start taking notes on who owes push ups. Sometimes I forget count. Remember, yeah, Juan. نُرِيدُ أَنْ إِنْشَاءَ تَعَالَىٰ أَنْ نَحْفَظَىٰ مَسْتَطَعْنَا إِلَيْهِ حِفْظَىٰ Remember, we're going to try our best to memorize the likes of these narrations. وَلَوْ جُمْلَةً مِنْحَىٰ وَلَوْ كَلِمَةً وَلَوْ نِسْفًا وَلَوْ رُبْعًا وَلَوْ شَيْئًا يَصِيرًا Alhamdulillah. Even if I can't memorize the whole hadith, no problem. If all I memorized was the first line, عَنْ أَبِي عَبْدِ الرَّحْمَانِ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ بِنِ مَسْعُودًا That's all I memorized, ya We're going to say what? Allahu Akbar. We're not going to مَاذَا نَظُمُّ نُلَاحِمُ We're not going to criticize. We're not going to dispraise. No, we're going to say Alhamdulillah. وَلَوْ خُطْوَةً وَاحِدَةً فِي الطَّرِيقِ هَذَا مِنْ خَيْرٍ هَذَا مِنْ فَضْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ عَلَيْنَا One step upon the path. Just one step. Even if she doesn't make it, one step, she's trying, and she memorized one word. She says, "An." That's all I memorized, mashallah, ya khi. Alhamdulillah. But if we don't try, كَيْفَ نَصِلُ إِلَى الْغَارُضَ بِدُونِ مَاذَا التَّحْرِيقِ بِدُونِ مَاذَا الْمُحَاوَلَةِ لَا نَصِلُ أَبَدًا For how are we going to reach the goal if we don't try? No one is going to criticize trying. No one. There's no teacher you're ever going to have is going to criticize you for trying. Start from the Sunnah Yahuwah. However, if we don't try, if we don't try, of course we're going to criticize that. Fadiya Shaykh. في بطني أربعين إليه ملك فينفخ بأربع كلمات وأجله وشقي
الكتاب فيعملوا بأهل بعمل أهل النار Anyone from our beloved sisters, our beloved daughters, Hafidat, memorize, waradat, and taqra, and wants to recite. Tfadali.
Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, I sent thee, I sent thee. May Allah bless you, may Allah bless you. Woman ba'daha, anyone else after our beloved sister? Only one? Tonight? Oh, the sister, that was the Eid Labas. They, they probably was busy. Couple parties. So alhamdulillah. Nobody's serious about seeking knowledge around the Eid time. Astaghfirullah. May Allah help us here, Quran. Fadoyahi. You're not uh, someone else, huh? Somebody came back from the party. Alhamdulillah. Fadali. Inshallah. ويؤمر بأربع كلمات Senti, I sent you. Woman, Badaha, anyone else from our sisters?
فياده ما شاء الله ما شاء الله احسنتي احسنتي هذا اخر هذه اخر اخر بنت اخر الاخت that was our last memorizer في بطن امه في بطن امه I don't know if you, I can hear you if you recited Botoni Ummihi. Inna ahadakum. MashaAllah, MashaAllah, I sent it, I sent it. فيسبق عليه الكتاب زادك الله علما may Allah increase you all in knowledge and manners and good conduct and character ومن من رجالنا who from our brothers left فالله that was our last sister لا جميلة فالله عن أبي عبد الرحمن عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه قال حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو الصادق المستوب إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه خلقه في بطن أمه أربعين يوما نطفة نطفة ثم يكون علقة مثل ذلك ثم يكون علقة مثل ذلك ثم يكون مطرة مثل ذلك 
ثم يرسل إليه الملك فينفق في الروح ويؤمر بأربع كلمات بكتب رزقه وأجره وعمله وشقي أو سعيد فوالله الذي لا إله غيره إن أحدكم إن أحدكم لا يعمل بعمل أهل الجنة حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل النار فيدخلها وإن أحدكم لا يعمل بعمل أهل أهل النار حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فيدخلها رواه البخاري الله أكبر الله أكبر أحسنت أحسنت جميلا أحسنت طيب ومن أيضا شيخ ما ما قرأته تفضل عن أبي عبد الرحمن عبد الله بن مسعود قال حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو صادق مصدوق إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه في بطن أمه أربعين يوما نطفة ثم يكون علقة مثل ذلك ثم يكون مضغة مثل ذلك ثم يرسل إليه الملك فينفق فيه الروح ويؤمر بأربعة كلمات بأربعة ويؤمر بأربعة كلمات بكتب رزقه وأجله وعمله وشقي أم سعيد وشقي أم سعيد وإن آه فوالله الذي لا إله غيره إن أحدكم لا يعمل بعمل أهل الجنة حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل النار فيدخلها 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 وإن أحدكم ليعمل ليعمل بعمل أهل النار حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فيدخلها رواه البخاري ومسلم أحسنت أحسنت طيب يا إخوان سنضيف شيئا إن شاء الله تعالى لعله يكون مفيدا لجميعنا We're going to add something we want you to do for homework, inshallah. And we hope it's going to benefit all of us. So we memorizing these narrations, and that's beautiful. We're going to add something, inshallah ta'ala, because we only have this hadith class once a week. So we're going to try our best, inshallah ta'ala, to add something else. So, I want you to read a hadith So, what I'm asking you to do, inshallah, every hadith that we memorize, I want you to write it ten times. When you hear ten, it sounds a lot. Ten, do you want me to write this hadith ten times, yaakhi? That hadith was a paragraph ten times. It sounds like a lot, but it's not really a lot, yaakhi. And we only have a class once a week. So it sounds like a lot. So we have seven days to write something ten times. If I'm lazy, and we seek refuge with Allah Ta'ala from laziness, I'm going to write it one time a night. Maybe twice tonight, one time tomorrow. That's the lazy one. 
The best of us are going to write it 10 times the first night. I'm already ready for next week's class, for example. And this is the best, just to try to encourage us more, inshallah. And we also want to encourage the younger ones a little more also, inshallah ta'ala. Maybe we can go to Walmart and get some, some toys or something, uh, some bikes. I know everybody likes basketball, alhamdulillah. We get some Somali and Michael Jordan jerseys, inshallah ta'ala, to encourage the brothers, inshallah ta'ala. As I mentioned, we owe some of you some gifts already, inshallah ta'ala. We want to try our best to memorize. And we only have class once a week, for example. If we didn't have class once a week, we could have been done the book. It's only 40 narrations. It's only 40. And then we comment briefly on them. So it takes a little bit of time. So we want to try to encourage the youth, especially the sisters, mashallah, the young boys, inshallah ta'ala. As you guys are our future imams, future scholars, future students of knowledge, inshallah ta'ala. Hopefully in some time, you can go to this masjid, they do a Jumu'ah, they need someone, their imam is tired. So Myra, Ahmed, Zay, alhamdulillah, go do Jumu'ah on the spot, just ready. Alhamdulillah. Inshallah ta'ala, the sisters, we need you guys to go give da'wah at such and such and such and such. Alhamdulillah. So this is just an encouragement for myself firstly, and our brothers and our sisters secondly. And remember, even if you don't memorize the whole hadith, even if all you do is try, one word is better than I didn't do it, ya akhi. Why not? Was you sick? No. Were you busy? No. I just was tired. I didn't feel like it. So you want to try to be more engaged, inshallah ta'ala, and encourage one another more, bithnillahi ta'ala. Who does not understand the hadith? Even if it's something small. All of you understand the hadith? It was already mad. What do you understand here, Yaqwan? And then what has been written for him or her, Yasbiqu, overtakes. What does that mean? What Allah Ta'ala has decreed for the person. This brother, mashallah, he's praying right now. So he's doing the action of the people of the Jannah. Somebody shut the door, inshallah ta'ala, may Allah bless you. He's doing the action of the people of the Jannah. He's praying. And he's praying so much, and so much, and so much. That is as if the Jannah is right in front of him. The only thing is between him and the Jannah is a dirar, an arm span. And then what overtakes him, what has been written for him overtakes him. Meaning, it was decreed for him to pray all the way up until that time. And it was decreed for him to no longer pray. Then he leaves off the salah. And then one of you does an action from the actions of the people of the hellfire. 
and then there's between him and the hellfire, except that there are an arm span. And then he enters into the hellfire. No contradiction, no ta'arul. That's from what Allah Ta'ala decreed upon them. Hada kafir. This one's a non-Muslim. Wal kufur min ahli ahli nar or min amali ahli nar. Disbelief is not an action of the people of the Jannah. No. Disbelief is an action of the people of the hellfire. Thumma yasbiqa kitab. Then all of a sudden what's written for him overtakes him. Meaning, it's decreed for him to become a Muslim. Then he does the acts on the people of the Jannah. And so there's between him and the Jannah, a dirar, an arm span. And he enters it. A mata alay. Meaning, he dies. And this is the point. He dies upon the good deed. A person can do an action of the, of, of the people of the hellfire. And then he repents. And returns back. To the goodness. The word Toba, Taba Yatubu, it means to return. In that language, Arabic language, repentance means to return. He's returning to what? The goodness, obedience, the Sunnah, Quran and Sunnah. So he returns back. He returns back to the goodness. And then he dies upon that. And this is the point. Ma'ana hadha al-hadith, the meaning of this hadith, ya ikhwan, al-madha al-hisab ala khawatim al-a'mal. The judgment of the person is based upon his last deeds. This is the point. Laysa al-bada'a, laysa wasata, la. Khawatim al-a'mal. Not the beginning of one's pursuit, no. Not what he begins, he's starting out. Many of us are students of knowledge now. We want to be students of knowledge for the rest of our lives, inshallah. Not the beginning. She's memorizing Quran, mashallah, first couple years of her life. And then she gets older. And this is why I'm so afraid, especially in America. Everyone obeys their parents, seeks knowledge in the beginning. And now we leave, when I the billah, we go outside in America. It's evil out there, yeah. It's disbelief out there. It's sin out there. It's corruption out there. It's misguidance out there. It's oppression out there. So you want to try to be a student of knowledge for the rest of your life. And you ask Allah Ta'ala, Mada for husnul khawatim, for a good inni. This is the meaning of the hadith. So you try your best to preserve your actions by being constant and consistent upon them. Yaqulu Ta'ala, as Allah Ta'ala he says, Ya yuhaladina amanu taqullaha. What's the ayah one? Surah Ali Imran. O you who believe, fear Allah as it ought to be feared. And do not die except that you are Muslims. Comes in Baqarah and Ali Imran. One comes with the fa, one comes with the wow. So do not die. The other one says, and do not die. The point is, who is the speaker here? Do not die except while you're Muslims. Who's the speaker? Who's talking? Allah. Allah. Who is Allah talking to? The believers. They already accepted Islam and they believe in Allah. So why is Allah forbidding them, uh, prohibiting them to die except while they're Muslims? They're already Muslims. Hey, accent. 
Because the servant of Allah, and this is the danger and the scary part. The servant of Allah can die one or two ways. Every servant of Allah, Musliman, Kafiran, Nasraniyan, Yahudiyan, Aydin, No matter what his religion is, he can be a Muslim, he can be a Christian, he can be a Jew, he can be a Megan, he can be an atheist. What am I missing? He can be whatever he's upon. That's not the point. He's going to die one or two ways. What's the first way? Muslim. Muslim. He dies as a Muslim. The Muslim can die as a Muslim. The second way? A non-Muslim. The Muslim can die as a non-Muslim. The disbeliever can die as a Muslim. This is the meaning of the hadith. So Allah says, so do not die except that you are Muslims. Preserve your religion. Be constant and consistent upon your religion. Likewise, seek a knowledge. Likewise, don't actions of good deeds. We have to ask Allah Ta'ala for husnu or husna al-khawatib. The good ending. Like this hadith. It's not about what you see the person upon now. He's upon khair now. Alhamdulillah. That's not the goal. The sister covers, mashallah. She prays. Alhamdulillah. Shyness. Good character. Alhamdulillah. That's not the goal. The goal is that she's constant upon that. She's consistent upon that. So that she doesn't die except upon what she's upon now. This is the goal, for example. As the Messenger says, And then the person, all of a sudden, so some people think it contradicts the Qadr. No, it was already decreed. He's going to pray temporarily. She's going to cover two months. And then she's going to go back to before. Or she's going to be worse than before. Her whole life. Salah. Alhamdulillah. And then, was written upon her, overtakes her. It doesn't mean it overtakes her like it's something new. It was already decreed. From the Qadr of Allah Ta'ala. What if somebody says, what's the point of you trying and doing good deeds? If it's already cut, that's a good question. One of our sisters a couple weeks ago added something like that. Do we really have free will, really? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. لكن الله تعالى يعلم ماذا نتكلم به ويعلم ماذا نعمل به ويتكلم ويعلم ماذا نشير إليه. الله تعالى هو العليم. But some people don't think we have free will because Allah تعالى knows it's free will to the creation. But Allah knows what we're about to say. We don't know. We know we intend. Allah knows what we're about to do. We don't know. Allah knows every step you're going to take, what you're thinking, what you're inclining towards, your thoughts, for example. But we're not held accountable for our thoughts. No one would survive. <laughs> May Allah make it easy. But Allah Ta'ala knows. So we do have free will. But what's the benefit of doing it? You still work. Although what you're working by is already decreed. Meaning Allah Ta'ala knows it. He wrote it And he has knowledge of it And he allowed it And he decreed it But the people don't know Some people think Well if it's already decreed I'm just going to sit here Okay then sit there You're sitting there It's already decreed By Allah You think you're doing something That's not decreed No Allah Ta'ala created us And our actions 
But the Qadr is a dangerous issue, ya ikhwan. Many of the scholars, a Shafi'i, didn't like to talk about the Qadr. It's like a, a thin line. At any rate, you get stronger aqeedah and you understand anna kulli shayin min qadrillah kalaman wa amalan i'tiqadan kulli khutwatan min khutwatina min qadrillahi ta'ala al-abd you understand everything is already decreed your speech your actions as we learned in the hadith your provision the man says i'm just going to sit here i'm not going to work i'm going to sit it's already written i'm not it's already written who i'm going to get married to i'm not going to ask nobody to marry me i'm not going to bug no family i'm not going to bug no father i'm not i'm just going to sit here alhamdulillah you're sitting there is decree but we think it's a contradiction it's not a contradiction it's already decreed sometimes we used to say and one of my brothers reminded me i used to say this years ago I would say that a lot. I don't say it as much, but I used to say it a lot. I hate living here in the West. After living in Yemen, in Africa, and in living in America is difficult. It's difficult. So much facade, so much sin, so much corruption, so much disbelief, so much innovation, so much, so much, so much. It's hard to live here. But then one of the brothers reminded me, and he said, hey, ta'alamtu minka, I learned from you, as one of our beloved brothers, he said, I learned from you that this was decreed upon you. You want to go back overseas? Allah doesn't want you back overseas right now. This is the qadr of Allah upon you. So why do you hate it? Why won't you submit to it? Why won't you be pleased with Allah Ta'ala's decree? And that's another level of iman. It's one thing to accept it. It's one thing to believe in it. But it's another thing to madha. Be pleased with it. Every sickness, the true Muslim is going to be pleased with it. Every poverty is upon us to be pleased with it. Does this mean we can't work and change our situation by Allah's mercy? The answer is no. But you're pleased with the qadr of Allah. The man has one though. He says, Alhamdulillah. He doesn't say like most of us, Alhamdulillah, but, you know what I mean? Uh, not like that, ya ikhwan. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Ta'i, you guys understand the hadith? Anyone else? Any other ishkalat of the hadith? Ta'i, asalukum sawal, I'm going to give you a question. Uridukum and taktubuhu. I want you to write it down, inshallah ta'ala. Nara man yuji. We're going to see who's going to answer, inshallah ta'ala. Hadha al-hadith. This is my question. This hadith here points to the virtues of hadith. This hadith that we just memorized points to the virtues of hadith. I want you to tell me where in the hadith. Write it down. Uktubu. Write it down first. Everyone's going to answer. This hadith. Yadulu ala fadl hadith. This hadith. You only can answer from the hadith. You only can pull it from the hadith. This hadith. Write down the question first. This hadith shows the virtues of hadith. Where? So I want you to show me where in the hadith does it show the virtues of hadith. You wrote it? 
You ready already? Now give the brother some more, a couple minutes. And this is a couple minutes. I want everyone to try to reply. This hadith shows the virtues of a hadith. Where? Where are we getting that from? There's a part of the hadith you have to look carefully. Let's see who's the Umm Salim of our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters, the Aisha, the Zainab. We don't mention Zainab a lot. Zainab has a tremendous understanding of Islam, mashallah. Let's see who's the Sufyan and the Ahmed of the brothers. You have to look carefully. Everyone is not going to see it until you point it out. All of you memorized it. So you, just, you, you, you pull the benefit of what you memorize. It's one thing to memorize the hadith, but what are you saying? What does that mean? What's the benefit of that? That's a whole nother level, ya ikhwah. It's a whole nother level. May Allah bless you all. Wa alaikum salam. So, you all have my question. This hadith shows the virtues of hadith. Where is that? Right? You guys ready? Everyone's going to go around. We're not going to say who's right or wrong yet. Tfadda. Wa huwa sadiq al masduq. Wa huwa sadiq al masduq. Anyone else? He says hadathana. MashaAllah. Good answer also. You have to look carefully. Carefully, carefully. Tfadda. Sadiq al Masduq. MashaAllah. All of you going to get this for you. Khan. Anyone else? This hadith shows the virtues of hadith. Where is it? Tfadda. No one else. Sheikh Mahir, Tfadda. Ah, Tfadda. I was going to say the whole Sadiq al All of you, you agree? Sadiq al-Masduq? And if our sisters have it, let's see some of our beloved daughters, how they reply. This hadith shows the virtues of hadith. Where? Sadiq al-Masduq, mashallah. Anyone has a different answer? You all agree? One madhab tonight, alhamdulillah. We are Shafi'iyun tonight, Jamilan. Any other answers from our sisters? What do you say, Yafi? Where is it at? This hadith shows the virtues of hadith. Where is it at? Same that, Anyone has a different answer from our beloved daughters? Anyone else? One madhab? So far? Five seconds for our sisters. Another answer. And then he does an action from the people of the people of the Jannah. Good answer. Huh? Type. And then he's going to be commanded with four things, four words. He's going to be commanded to write down four things. How he's going to uh, get his provision, his ajlihi, his time frame, when he's going to the, uh, pass away, his actions. Is he going to be happy or is he going to be sad or wretched? What does that mean? Happy in this life? No. Answers no. In the Jannah. Or sad in this life? No. He's going to be in the punishment of Allah. Taib, no one else? You. Yes, Kitab. Our Sheikh is another nice one. And then what has been written overpowers him, overtakes him. Taib. So we have three positions so far. You brothers and sisters that said, he does the action of the people of the Jannah. Somebody said he does the action of the people of the, of the hellfire. Wrong. Someone said, what else? And he is truthful. And the one that is believed. 
The one that is believe. You guys are wrong also. What else? Our Sheikh says, and then what has been written from overtakes him. That's wrong also. There was one other answer. What did I leave out? Somebody said, Rasulullah. The Messenger of Allah narrated to us. If you said the Messenger of Allah narrated to us, you are right. You are the Bukhari of our group from the brothers, and you are the Umm Salim of our group from the sisters. When the narrator Ibn Mas'ud said, Haddathana, when he said the Messenger of Allah narrated to us, he didn't say, Qalalana, he didn't say, He said. He didn't say, Tala alayna Rasulullah. He didn't say the Messenger of Allah recited upon us. He said, Haddathana. So this shows the virtues of hadith. You have to look carefully, you have to look deeply. He could have said, Qala lana Rasulullah. He could have said the Messenger of Allah told us. No, he said the Messenger of Allah narrated to us. The Prophet of Allah, Haddathana. So this shows the virtues of al hadith. Tayyat. We'll give you a benefit, Arabiya. Next benefit connected to the Arabic language. You don't hear this a lot. But it happens. When you have someone speaking in Arabic and you have a number of emphases, if I can say that in English. Somebody check if that's a, if you can say the plural of emphasis. Emphasis, I don't know if that's correct or not. I'm trying to say the plural, if you can say the plural of emphasis. Somebody check that inshallah. In Arabic, you can have multiple emphases. Ta'kidat, you can have multiple. In English, you don't really hear that a lot. You're not gonna say, by Allah, surely my team, yesterday, we didn't forget either, our team won most of the games. When they left and everybody left and the young team came and they beat everybody for a couple minutes and then we picked up Hamza mashallah we picked up little Omar y'all forget about my boy Omar Omar got some skills we put Omar on our team Hamza and then we was undefeated after that when you left nobody beat us after that tired so we won the most so when the trophy comes out I just want to throw that out there inshallah we'll get back to the class that we're going to hold up the trophy inshallah ta'ala we did lose twice we gotta throw that, we gotta be fair. And then we went four straight. Alhamdulillah. Next time we're gonna play with push ups, inshallah ta'ala. At any rate, how many did we win, Hamza? Maybe six games. Something like that. Five games. We spanked them everybody after that. With no water, no Gatorade, nothing. At any rate, when you left us, you ensure it. Somebody said y'all was making us lose. <laughs> you ensure it. Because we didn't start winning too after y'all left. I, I was MVP, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and I told you he was the best on our team. And then Shoei, somebody said Shoei was playing for the other team. <laughs> Shoei was good, yeah. Shoei was never here when I, when I mentioned him in class. You know, Tayyip. At any rate, so what was my joke, yeah, Juan? I had a nice joke. Tayyip. Uh, so at any rate, we was winning the game, alhamdulillah ta'ala. And perhaps you guys are forgetting that. So we get the gifts out. We take the, the new photos for the website. Make sure y'all put our team there, inshallah ta'ala. We're gonna try to put together a little tournament, inshallah, one of these days coming up. Like a half court tournament, get some shirts. Everybody pick a team. Have like a one day, three on three tournament, inshallah ta'ala, at the masjid. Inshallah, maybe do some jump rope. 
for the sisters or something like that. طيب. So now, he could have said, قَالَ He could have said, the Prophet said to us. He could have said, تَلَا عَلَيْنَا النَّبِيِّ The Prophet recited to us, but he said, حَدَّثَنَا The Prophet of Allah narrated to us. This one portion of the hadith shows the virtues of the people of hadith. Where he said, the Messenger of Allah narrated to us. Our second benefit was in the Arabic language. You can have multiple emphases, if I can say that in English. You don't see it a lot in English. You're not going to say, by Allah, surely we beat Myra's team by four points. Two emphases. In Arabic, you find that a lot. I want you to look at this portion of the hadith. What the Prophet, he says, alayhi salatu wasalam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. la ilaha Some of you have, fawallahi la So by Allah, that's the first emphasis. A qasam, a swear. Fawallahi la ilaha By Allah. The one that there's none that has the right to be worshipped except him. Inna ahadakum. Second emphasis. Inna. The word inna. Harapu ta'kid. It's a particle of emphasis. Inna ahadakum. So now we have two. The swear and then the inna. The third one. Inna ahadakum layamalu. The lam layamalu is a third emphasis. So in English, somebody check the translation, inshallah. In English, it should be three emphasis. And by Allah, verily or surely, layamalu. In English, you don't really have that like double emphasis, but it should be a double emphasis there. Surely, one of you, indeed, for example, or surely, surely, or verily, verily, it should be two. Because the Prophet said two. Inna ahadakum layamalu. That lam, harful lam. Is a harful taqib, is another particle of emphasis. So sometimes in English, you don't see it. But in Arabic, the Prophet said it a certain way to show the importance of it. To show the importance of it. Taya, let's go to the next hadith here, Khwan. hadith al hadith number five. وَأُرِيدُكُمْ حِفْظَ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ وَلَوْ بِالْإِنْكْلِزِيَّةِ وَلَوْ بِكَلِمَةٍ وَاحِدَةٍ إِن شاء الله تعالى لا تأتي أو لا يأتي أحدكم إلا وقد حافظ شيئاً طيب. So this hadith, a small hadith, we want all of you to memorize it. Even in English. Even if all you do is one word. No one comes next week without memorizing a portion of it. طيب. Even if it's one word. Even if it's only one word. Perhaps this is the Aqsaru hadith in Fil Kitab. Perhaps this is the smallest or one of the smallest hadith in this book. Jumlatan wahidatan. One sentence. One sentence. I'll say it. You say it after me. I'll say it. You say it after me. An Aishata radiyallahu anha qalat. عن عائشة رضي الله عنها قالت قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحدث 
من أحدث من أحدث في أمرنا هذا في أمرنا هذا ما ليس منه ما ليس منه فهو رد فهو رد رواه البخاري ومسلم رواه البخاري ومسلم ويكن سيء متفق عليه متفق عليه عن عائشة رضي الله عنها قالت عن عائشة رضي الله عنها قالت قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحدث من أحدث في أمرنا هذا في أمرنا هذا ما ليس منه ما ليس منه وهو رد وهو رد عن عائشة رضي الله عنها قالت عن عائشة رضي الله عنها قالت قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال رسول الله صلى الله من أحدث من أحدث في أمرنا هذا في أمرنا هذا ما ليس منه ما ليس منه فهو رد متفق عليه متفق عليه وفي رواية لمسلم وفي رواية لمسلم من عمل من عمل عملا ليس عليه أمرنا ليس عليه أمرنا فهو رد فهو رد طيب in this narration here إخوان إمام النووي he mentions عن عائشة رضي الله عنها on the authority of Aisha may Allah be pleased with her قالت she said who is the she Aisha قال رسول الله she said the messenger of Allah said من أحدث في أمرنا هذا whoever introduces whoever Start something, bring something new. Fi amrina hada in this affair of ours. What's the affair? Al Islam, the Deen, the religion. Malaysaminhu, that which is not from it. From what? The religion. Fahuarud. Then it is rejected. Then it is rejected. Rawahu al-Bukhari Muslimun. Collective Abukhari Muslim. وفي رواية لمسلم there's a bonus in the narration of Muslim same hadith but the wording is different وفي رواية لمسلم in the narration of Al-Imam Muslim the wording is different من عمل عملا whoever does an action the first hadith من أحدث whoever introduces second narration من عمل عملا whoever does what's the difference here? One is al-ahdatha, that someone starts the innovation, or something that's new, innovation. The second one is whoever does it. Doesn't have to be started. Whoever does it. First narration, man ahdatha. The harm is on the one who introduced it. The first one who began celebrating the Prophet's birthday. Mathalan. Only the first one who did it. Any innovation. What's another innovation, ikhwan? Types. Uh, the, uh, the, the Niyyah allowed. Types. Ah, that's a good one. Ibn Taymiyyah says that. Saying the Niyyah allowed outside of Hajj. The sister comes and says, I intend to go to class for an hour on Tuesday, inshallah ta'ala. We're memorizing such and such and such and such book. And she says her intention on her tongue. That's an innovation. The intention is where? In your heart. The brother comes and says, I intend. I'm going to fast. 
every Monday and Wednesday, every Monday and Thursday, to the best of my ability, be lisani on his tongue. That's an innovation. He doesn't have the right to do that. That's something new in the religion. Ahyanan ba'adul muslimin yatasahafuna li shakhsin akhar ba'ad kulli salah. Li kulli shakhs fi saf. Assalamu alaikum. 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 Assalamu alaikum, ya akhi. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. The man, every salah, he gives salams to everyone after the prayer. Every day, every salah. This can be an innovation. This can become an innovation. One time, no problem. But every salah, like raising your hands up every time you make dua. Laysa nadiran, not sometimes. Sometimes, alhamdulillah, no problem. Something important comes, you say, Allahumma alimna, O oh Allah teaches. Allahumma barik lana fi madha al ilm. O oh Allah bless us to acquire knowledge. So he raises his hand. No problem. Every time you make dua, there's not a dua that comes except that he says, Allahumma, 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 Allahumma. Every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, this can become an innovation. Tayyip? Tawadda. Is it also a dua to raise your hands on, like, for Jum'ah, when the Imam is giving dua? It could be every Jum'ah. So I give you a benefit, Ikhwan, and I want no one to feel that I'm criticizing any masjid. That's not my Islam. I don't talk about people. I try my best not to. I may talk about an action. That's not correct, ya That's a sunnah, alhamdulillah. That's not allowed. That's different. But we're not going to talk about people. We didn't learn that. So we're going to try our best. Sometimes the brothers, they feel, hey, he, you're talking about... That's not our Islam, ya Like one brother says, so you mean to tell me the whole... What the Sheikh said, the Pakistani masjid. So the whole masjid is wrong. He said, that's, that's not my Islam, ya I'm not saying that. Maybe they're right. Maybe they are wrong. That's not my point. I'm talking about an action. If we, what we talking about that day? If you don't close the gaps, shoulder and shoulder and foot to foot, the sheikh said, nobody in masjid such and such does that, ya akhi. You mean to tell me they are wrong? I said, that's not my Islam, I'm not saying that. But maybe they are wrong. Alhamdulillah. Look at the action. Don't look at the person. Look at the action. Sometimes, especially in America, when the imam is finishing his jumu'ah, you see this a lot, on the YouTube, on the Facebook. A lot of the Imams in America, they feel they have to stop the, the Jumu'ah with the Dua. And sometimes they, have, they feel like they have to say a certain verse. And it's not over until they say that verse. And they say, Ya yuhaladina amanu, and salli ala nabi wa sallimu taslima. Inna Allah malaikatu yusalluna ala nabi wa sallima alayhi taslima al ayat. And they don't stop the Jumu'ah until they say that. That could become an innovation. Or making dua at the end of every Jumu'ah. I've been asking this for over 10 years now. Where did we get that from? That the Messenger of every Jumu'ah, is there a narration that he used to finish Jumu'ah with the dua? No one can say that's a sunnah. But it's allowed. Before you sit down, Allah, and you make dua, it's allowed. But every Jumu'ah, every Jumu'ah, every Jumu'ah, every Jumu'ah, every Jumu'ah, you need narrations for that. When the brothers have their hand up, Tafadali. I have a question about the Fatiha. Ah. Whenever the Imam finishes and the Fatiha, and then he stops, he goes to every Fatiha, and then he stops. After the Fatiha? After the Fatiha? Before he goes to the next Surah. 
But we have to find out first if that's his reason. Sometimes a person is reciting and we forget another sunnah that you pause between the ayat. You don't see that a lot. Some of you when y'all recite, y'all do this, alhamdulillah. Where the imam is reciting, the brothers are reciting, and they pause from verse to verse. From the hadith Um Salama. Like she said, the Messenger والسلام, he would recite and pause. Next ayat, pause. Next ayat, pause, for example. So that's something that a lot of communities don't do nowadays. Some of you do that, alhamdulillah. The sister's asking, the imam is reciting al-Fatiha. And then he waits at the end so that the people can recite it. But we have to make sure first that's his reason. For example. At any rate, an innovation is something that has no origin. So just say the imam believes. I have to stop here. As the sister is asking her question. So that the people can recite al-Fatiha and catch up. That could become an innovation. If that's his intention, that's his reason. If he's pausing, he's reflecting on the ayat. For example, sometimes you intend to recite something, something else comes to your mind, that happens also. So it's not always about pausing only. It depends on the why, number one. That could be, that could be. Allah, Allah. Uh, what about like uh, picking a sunnah and doing that sunnah uh, over and over mm. without maybe like other sunnahs that are also in that same context? Like, what comes to mind, uh, uh, maybe like, you know, like, uh, let's say, uh, 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 Jum'ah, mm. and reading, uh, a certain surah only. A certain surahs only. Okay. Uh, if, the, if it has no verb. or for Jum'ah prayer. Uh. Uh, um, uh, sometimes, like, you know, uh, I've seen some masajid that will only say, do like, half a page. That's fine. And they have to stick to half a page. So if they have because a rule, that's not correct. Some masajid we do a lot, ikhwan. You, can, you only can recite this. Don't recite that. One time we went to a masjid and we give the Jumu'ah. And the brother said, don't quote from that shaykh. Don't quote from this shaykh. Don't quote from that shaykh. Don't quote from the imams in that country. Only refer to this. Like, what can I say, akhi? What, what's left? For example, can I quote the hadith? Can I? At any rate, some masajid do have their own rules. If you're going to abide by them, you just got to feel a lot better ability. So, <laughs> so, if they come and say, hey, don't read except a page. Or don't read except half a page. You don't have the right to do that to no one. You can't tell them what to recite, how far to recite. You can say to someone, don't make it too long as a suggestion. But you can't do it. Not like that, yeah, Juan. That wouldn't be innovation. That's something different. But uh, uh, doing a sunnah consistently, that wouldn't be innovation either. Unless it's something that the Messenger of Allah didn't do consistently. If it's something that the Messenger of Allah did sometimes. Or it's no narration that the Prophet did it, but it's allowed to do. And you take it as a sunnah. Two different things. Something that's allowed to do and something that's a sunnah. That can be difficult also. The sunnah is the pro prophetic way of the Messenger Something that's allowed, like raising the hands. This is not a sunnah to raise the hands. It's allowed. The Messenger of Allah did not raise his hands except in certain instances. In this disqah, uh, asking Allah for the rain, for example. Other than that, you don't find the Prophet of Allah raising his hands a lot. There are some things the Prophet would do at certain times. Hadith Aisha that's collected by Abu Dawood before he went to sleep. As soon as that, we all, myself included, 
has to revive this sunnah. What did he used to do before he went to bed? Make wudu, that's another sunnah. Another sunnah. He would take his hands together. One narration says he blew them first. Another narration says he recited first and then blew. So both narrations are allowed. One narration says he blew first. Another narration says he recited first. So Aisha says he came and recited the the Qul Allah Ahad once. Qul A'udhu Bi Rabbil Falaq once. Qul A'udhu Bi Rabbil Nas once. Then he blew up himself. And then he wiped his whole body once. And he did that whole procedure three times. So someone's going to say now, before he prays the Dhuhr, he's going to do that. And then do that. No, that's something specific. Before you go to sleep, that's a sunnah. It's allowed to do that to any, any time. It's allowed, but you can't call it a sunnah. Right now, after we pray in Isha, inshallah, the sister comes, puts her hands together, recites the three surah. And then she spits. And then wipes her whole body. No one can say that's innovation. That action is a sunnah. But the time she's doing it, it's allowed. The Prophet did it at a certain time only. Before he went to sleep. But it's allowed. Like some dua. Some dua you say while you're coming to the masjid. Hadith Ibn Abbas. That doesn't mean you can't say it in your sujood. Some dua, the Prophet said in his sujood, in his, in his rukur. Subhan Rabbi al-Azim. That comes Hadith Hudayfa. That's collected by Muslim. The narration that says three times is not authentic. It's authentic according to some. It's in the Sunan. The, the narration of Muslim doesn't say a number. The Prophet of Allah said it. The strongest narration is in Muslim, not in Abu Dawood. Abu Dawood's narration mentions three times. At any rate, the Prophet will say this dua in his rukur. Subhan Rabbi al-Azim. So you can't just sit there and say, Subhan Rabbi al-Azim. It's not like that. You can say that, but the sooner that you say it at a certain time. But innovation is something that's ahdath, something that's introduced, something new. La asra lahu, has no origin. That's why some scholars say the dhikr beats, and I'm not saying get dhikr beats, I'm not saying that. <coughs> that's not my Islam here, we didn't learn like that. Lakin, this is why some scholars, they say, the tasbihat, those dhikr beats, are not an innovation. Some scholars say it is innovation. Many scholars, our Sheikh said that. It's innovation. Shagudimin says that. Other scholars say it's not because it has an origin. From them, Sheikh Fozan. At any rate, and sometimes scholars may differ. Scholars may differ. The sister takes her phone out and she says, SubhanAllah, and she uses the one. SubhanAllah, as a counter. Nobody can say that's an innovation. Because it has a narration. There was a Sahabiyah, and she took the rocks, and she was counting how many times she said, La ilaha illallah, and she put a rock there. SubhanAllah, she put a rock there. The Prophet of Allah passed her by, and did not correct her, and did not uh, rebuke her, did not correct that. No. So, um, when we're learning the Quran, I think it's like a Somali thing, but we do something called Subhan. Subhan. What's the meaning? For example, I take an ayah, Mara takes an ayah, Muhammad takes an ayah. Like that. Would that be Going over the surah? Something like that. There are many methods you can do to memorize it. You learn the surah and then the group. You recite the first surah, Ma'ari the second surah, Ahmed the third surah, uh, first ayah, Ma'ari the second ayah, Ahmed the third ayah, Zayd the fourth ayah. And this is a means to make the narration be firm with us, the surah be firm with us. I don't know no narration to say that's an innovation, Ikhwan. That's a way to learn, a way to memorize. You can do that. 
there'll be no problem in that, inshallah ta'ala. One of the brothers he asked, one of the Afghani brothers he said, is it an innovation before we get a new house? We get the brothers together and we recite the whole Quran that one day on the new house, for example. Something like that, you don't have the right. It's allowed to read Quran. No one can say that's incorrect. However, where are you getting that guidance from? This is the point. The innovation are something that has no origin. No origin. No proofs to support. No proofs to support. Surah Al-Baqarah in the house, their narrations, uh, the Messenger of Allah mentions Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah Al-Imran, Hadith, uh, Abi Umama, Iqra'u uh, Al-Qur'an, Iqra'u Al-Qur'an, read the Qur'an, Fa'inna Al-Qur'an yati yawm al-qiyamah shafi'an li-ashabihi, or kama qawna nabi alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa read the Qur'an, perverted the Qur'an is going to come yawm al-qiyamah as an interceder for his companions, at the head of them is going to be Surah Al-Baqarah and Surah Al-Imran, also the narration that Baqarah and Al-Imran, Shaitan can't handle that, the power of it, so he flees when they recite it. If I get a new house, and it's the only time I'm going to read Quran because I got this new house, if I consistently do that, that could be innovation, Ikhwan. Something that has no origin, or it has a general origin, but you're using it outside of its origin. The Prophet did it one way. I give an example, and we'll stop here. One brother said, Hey, you guys don't call. The Adhan on Jumu'ah two times. You don't follow the Adhan of Uthman. You say, what did Uthman do? What was his sunnah? Did he just get up and call one Adhan, sit back down, stand up again and call the second Adhan? The answer is no. I said, that's what you're doing. You call the Adhan, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, wait a couple minutes, call it then again, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. You can't say Uthman did that. That's not what he did. What did Uthman do? In the time of Uthman, the numbers, mashallah, in Tasya'ajidim, they were extremely wide. The Muslims were, they, 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 they expanded, they grew. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason, they gathered together in the marketplaces just before Jumu'ah. For whatever reason. In the time of Uthman, the Muslims, they began to incline more towards the dunya. More towards the dunya, the money, the money, the money. They would gather just before Jumu'ah in the market. So Uthman said, I got an idea. Since the Muslims are gathered together at the marketplace before prayer time, I'm going to send someone to the market to call their van. Yes, the Prophet never did that. Yes, Abu Bakr never did that. Yes, Umar never did that. Yes. But this is his ishtihadat. His ishtihad, Umar, uh, Uthman. He's looking at the situation, he's in charge of the Muslims, and then he's seeing the Muslims gathered together right before the prayer. Some people say that's an innovation. The Prophet didn't do that, Abu Bakr didn't do that, or uh, Umar didn't do that. No problem. But the situation is slightly different now. Now the Muslims are widespread. So he sent someone to the marketplace to call their then in the market. So if you're going to do that and say Uthman, Uthman, do it like Uthman did it. Say before Jumu'ah, the Muslims are gathered in Walmart. We have Walmart on the road, mashallah, all the way down. We go there often. So now the Muslims are there before Jumu'ah. We send someone to Walmart to let the Muslims know it's time to pray almost. So he says, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. That's what Uthman did. That wasn't the Adhan for Jumu'ah. He's letting the people know it's almost time. Go get ready. Prepare yourself for the Salah. And then the people will come and get ready. That's what Uthman did.
So we're going to do something the way the companions did it. As long as it's that way, Allahu Akbar. But we can't do something our own way and then say, Uthman, Uthman. Not like that. So innovation is something that has no origin. Not everything that's not a sunnah is innovation, ya khuan. It's not like that. A bid'ah is something that's new in the religion. And we'll stop there, inshallah ta'ala. Wa jazakum rahu khayra. Wa subhanak lam wa bihamdika. Uh, no, no. Somebody call? No, no. Take it, take it, go. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar.